Welcome to the High Vibe Weight Loss Podcast, where you'll learn how to release the weight and manifest the body and life of your dreams. Every episode, I will be sharing tips, stories, strategies, and guidance that will help you align mind, body, and spirit so you can finally overcome your food and body struggles and fully show up as the high vibe woman you were destined to be. I'm your host, Janice Holt. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the High Vibe Weight Loss Podcast. Over the next few podcast episodes, I'm going to be sharing a special bonus, my advanced weight loss series that I've been doing over video training, but the audios are just as powerful, so I wanted to share it with my podcast listeners as well. I hope you enjoy and get lots of information, sending you all of the high vibes. Take care. Welcome back to the Advanced Weight Loss Series. We are talking about the seven simple solutions and what needs to happen in order for you to naturally release the weight for good. So how do you know if you are on the right track? How do you know what's working? So if you've tried for a really long time or you've thought about losing weight and food for forever, How do you know what you've tried is working or not working? So we can't use just our emotions like, oh, I'll just feel like it's working. I'll know that it's working. It'll feel good. It'll feel right. It feels like it's working. That doesn't work when you just use emotions because emotions are inconsistent. So they're not the same in from day to day, from moment to moment even. So I've had clients that say, oh, I just know because I'm feeling better. But what if you're feeling better from a health perspective or you're feeling more confident in yourself and then your husband, you know, and you have a fight or your boss says something really crappy to you. Now, all of a sudden, you're not necessarily feeling better. You have a lot of different emotions. And so it might cloud your judgment as to how are you feeling with your weight, with your health, with those type of goals. So we can't use emotions. If we're not making progress, but we're still trying to do the same things, that's also not necessarily working. So a lot of people might come to me and say, I don't know, I tried everything and it didn't work. Well, what specifically didn't work for you? We want to really hone in on that. And the way that we do that is we have to evaluate. And I love evaluating daily. So evaluating basically means that you have your goal, which we've already set out in one of the videos in the solutions um, training. I believe it was day eight. I believe it was the first one in this phase. So we have our goal and then we have a way to track our goal. So we have our measurement of success, like at the end, ultimately what it is we want. And then we have a process to track our goal and then we get to review it impartially. So what this means is we look at our progress, again, not from that feeling perspective, but we actually have information that allows us to use the data that we've collected in order to see what's working and what's not working. And then when we have that, we can see what to improve on. Then we know what to do differently. So we can improve our process, our strategy, the things that we're doing that's working, and we can stop doing what doesn't work. So this could look like, I mean, very simply when it comes to weight loss, the scale. Not everybody loves to go on the scale. I understand that. Some people really, for their own health, do not want to go on the scale. So this 
could be some of my clients that had just ordered eating in the past. Maybe they got really um, connected to the scale. Like that was their source of all information about themselves and their value and their worth. And they found themselves like almost addicted to it. They don't go on the scale which is fine. We can have other metrics as well. For most people, it will look like the scale though. It could look like physical measurements, like getting the tape measure out and actually doing that. It could sometimes be a feeling. So backtracking a little bit as to what I already said, but with a feeling, we would also want to add a scale too. So much like the other day when I talked about using the hunger scale at a scale of one to 10, what I do with my clients a lot of the times is if they say one of my goals is to have more energy, we'll actually rate the energy. So when I start working with them, it's like, what is your energy on a scale of one to 10? And then I'll meet with them again and we'll say, okay, what is your energy on a scale of one to 10? And you'll see whether that's increasing or decreasing or staying the same. And that lets us see what's working and what's not working, right? Uh, gives us like a starting point to see what's working and what's not working at least because we'll know if it's improving or if it's declining or if it's staying neutral. This could look like labs. So obviously maybe not labs every day unless you have a continuous glucose monitor and you can track that. But let's say it's your A1C levels because you're tracking your um, your likelihood of developing diabetes. So if that's increasing or decreasing, that could be a marker, but it wouldn't be something you would use daily. If you just stuck to your protocol, like this is what I said I was going to eat and this is what I ended up eating. And yes, I stuck to it. So that could be a metric. Like I was successful at keeping my word to myself and sticking to the protocol. The reason why I like to do this daily is because when we have our long-term goal, it seems so far away that we can't see what we did today necessarily affects that long-term goal because it's incremental, right? It's something that we do um, as small amounts that then compound into a larger effect. So I love having a metric daily, like let's say the scale so that we can see how things are going. But what I do with my clients is even though we might use the scale every day, we, we use a collection of a seven day like cycle, like in a row, Monday to, through Sunday, for example. And we take that total value and then divide it by seven to see whether or not the scale is going up or down or neutral, like what it's trending as. You don't want to use every day as a metric because some days there's water weight. Some days there's other things, right? You could be, haven't released it yet, but that doesn't mean you haven't done all of the things that are correct. Okay. So I like doing that daily. So that could be how am I feeling on a scale of one to 10 based on that one metric, which could be, do I feel more confident? Do I feel more energized? It could be, did I stick to my protocol? That's something that you can do daily, obviously. Okay. So the reason why this works is because it does remove all assumptions. Like, I think I'm doing pretty good. I mean, I think I said I stuck to my protocol, but I actually didn't write my protocol down and I didn't review it at the end of the day to see whether or not I stuck to it. So that would be an assumption that you're not necessarily remembering correctly or how I felt. Well, I feel like, you know, this week overall, maybe I felt better, but then you have some data actually go back and track and see what is really happening, removing all assumptions. Because let's say if you're doing it based on feeling and at the end of the week, you know, that particular day that you are doing the, the metrics is a particularly difficult week, then that's going to skew how you think maybe you felt the rest of the week. This also helps to remove 
um, any of the energies that might be connected to the data that you're getting. So if the scale is going up and down, you're looking at it as data versus your worth, your value. So this that necessarily doesn't work for someone who's had disordered eating in the past and had this association with the scale that they haven't been able to disconnect their emotions from. There are other things that you can do. We want to neutralize the energy. So we're seeing the information as just that and not allowing it to equal our emotions or to determine our emotions. It works most simply because it lets us see what is working and what isn't working and where we can tweak. And this is how you more effectively release weight for yourself because what works for you might be different than what works for your neighbor, your hairdresser, your sister, or whomever, right? So it's personalized to you and it lets you see from that observer perspective what's working, what's not working and what you can do differently. And then it saves you so much time. It saves you so much time from continuing to do things that don't work. You can really get to hone in on the things that do. And it works because it compounds. So if you make small improvements over time of things that you know is already working, you're gonna get greater and greater and greater improvements that are gonna build on the other day's improvements or the other week's improvements. So just like when you say invest money in the stock market, let's say you get a 10% return on $100 at the end of the year, now you have $110 that then is gonna compound in the next year. So it's not just compounding based on the original 100, it's gonna start compounding on the 110. And then that's gonna to increase to whatever it is, like. 125 and then the next year it's going to be compounding on the 125 and so you're going to get increased um, interest from that right the same goes in reverse though right so if you are not seeing what's working and what's not working and you're trying to just do the same thing over and over again just believing like okay it has to work it has to work but you're not assessing whether or not it is working you could be compounding on things that aren't working and wasting your time and your energy doing things that don't move the needle for you what this is not is it's not, as I said, metrics equal your emotion. So we can't rely on the scale to tell us our value, to tell us how to feel that day. We can't rely on our pant size to tell us who we are. We can look at it, again, as a tool, as a way to help determine what's working, what's not working, and what we want to do differently to move the needle, but we don't want it to determine anything about who we are as a person. Okay, this is not also about being obsessive. So I don't want you to be getting on the scale every day and feeling like this is, again, obsessive would be then tied to your emotions, right? Then it's going to tell you how to feel. It's going to tell you, it's going to reassure you that you're doing a good job, right? It's not, it could be used as a reward, but what happens when the scale stops moving for a little while, right? Maybe you're hormones are readjusting, maybe your metabolism set point is changing, maybe the scale just doesn't move for a little bit. And now if you're obsessed over that, and that being the thing that gives you the only reward and the only pleasure from this process, that's going to be a problem because then emotions are going to start getting high and you may be more likely to fall back into old habits or spiral down into much more negative emotions that usually then equals less um, helpful habits from there, right? Taking action that's not going to serve you. So this is not obsessively focusing on the scale to determine anything more than a tool to help us measure what's working and what's not working. Okay. And when it is working, we will have facts and not assumptions. 
We will have clarity over what is working and what is not working. We'll get very clear on what we need to do moving forward to improve. When it's working, we will have positives and we'll have areas of improvements. Really important when you evaluate that you're not just always looking at the problem and the negative and the things to just improve. So we can look at positives as those little rewards that aren't just necessarily the scale, but it could be, right? Like the scale is trending upwards. Okay, that's a positive. That's working. Okay, I'm starting to feel more comfortable in my jeans. That's a positive that is working. Maybe it's something that isn't working for you. Like I was really hungry today and I was like genuinely hungry. It wasn't hormonal hunger. Okay, that didn't work. That style of eating for me today or whatever happened today and how I reacted to it doesn't support my body. I actually need to eat more or different foods, more proteins, whatever it could be for that day. So we'll have areas to improve as well. We'll know what to change, what to add, what to tweak. And then we will have those improvements that we can make, 1% improvement even, right? Just noticing certain things that we're using as metrics that we can do better next time. And then we can measure its success and how that's going to compound over time. Okay. That is day 13, I believe. I'll see you again in the next training. If you love what you're learning on the podcast, you have to check out my free course at highvibeweightloss.com. In this training, I share with you the three key steps you can do right away that will help you get started releasing the weight and elevating your life. Join the free course, get the complimentary guidebook, and get started at highvibeweightloss.com.